Hello? Hey, whoa. Guess who's back in the house? Who's back in about? Welcome back, everyone. We missed you so much. And like we just said, we're back, baby. And we have missed you. And we are coming at you with a whole new podcast today, a whole new segment. It's a whole new chapter, a whole new era. It's a whole new life that we have because here we are, separated from many, many miles, but still joined by the power of everyone's favorite best friends. Oh, I love it. Guys, I'm so happy to be back and we're going to be introducing a whole new episode format yeah segment episode format so you know how we do our album reviews we have our extra extra we have our just regular episodes well coming at you we have a whole new series about the real housewives franchise called real talk and these episodes are going to be centered around different seasons of different franchises that we love so We wanted to kick it off with something that's still recent that we both recently watched, but it's something we love. It's Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Season 3, Thailand. Now, not every episode is going to be the same, so we'll go to different cities, different seasons. Seasons. Exactly. So we're going to be exploring all different ones, but we wanted to start off with something that kind of introduces you to different cities all in one, and it's honestly the best to get everyone started into something new. So if this isn't something you've ever seen before, go check it out. We love this and we think all the besties listening will love it as well. And we cannot wait to introduce you guys to a whole new series, Real Talk. Okay, girls, gays and strays, just like Yara just said, this is a whole new segment and we're really excited about it because one thing that Garrett and I enjoy is some Real Housewives. I just have this, like, a real exhilaration that I get from watching the episodes, and I think you will, too. So here's the sitch. Garrett and I, today, are going to be going through a whole season of Ultimate Girls Trip, and we're going to be discussing the girls, the cast, the host, Pepsi Cola, and is that what your pussy tastes like? Shit. The tea, the drama, the funniest moments and more here's the thing too is like you don't need to know all the girls to listen to the segment so i know we're doing a lot of joking here because we're excited but i've only seen one real full season of real housewives and that was salt lake city so i don't know all the girls i don't know who's from what state and who's from what show but i can still enjoy the messiness the downright filth that comes with Ultimate Girl Strip. And Garrett and I made this decision to start with season three because it's not our favorite season of Ultimate Girl Strip. So we're testing our feet in the water to see how this does. And then based on that, we're going to come back for our favorite season, which is going to be ten times messier, ten times more a ratchet. And thirdly, it's going to be 10 times more Bluestone Manor. <gasps> okay, so you might be asking yourself, what is Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip? So basically every season they gather different girls from different cities and send them to a destination 
and have them spend a week together and just live in the drama, get to know each other, create relationships, all in quotations because babes. Create relationships, destroy relationships, whatever. Whatever. Flows your boat. Exactly. So every season has different girls and Chloe is going to introduce the girls that went on the trip this season. So, season three, there we are in Thailand. Phuket, beautiful. It's gorgeous. And who do we have? We have Potomac's Candace and Giselle. Mm. Then we move on to Miami's Alexia and Marisol. Then from Salt Lake City, girl. Mm. We've got... Whitney and Heather, bad weather. Bad weather. <laughs> We've got Whitney Rose and Heather Gay, and they bring the drama all the way from Salt Lake City. And then we've got New York City's Leah, bad attitude. And then we've got the Real Housewives of Atlanta. We got Portia. Okay, so, well, those are our girls. Now, Chloe, I want to ask before we get into this. Who did you know before you watched this and who did you not know? Okay, so before I saw season three, and for those of you listening, you might be like, why are we starting on season three of Ultimate Girls Trip? And that's because we are saving the very best for last. So we want to get like some of this other stuff underway. And with Ultimate Girls Trip, for anyone who hasn't watched before, you can kind of just jump in wherever and like figure out how to follow along because that's what I did. I only knew a couple of these girls and I still enjoyed the show immensely. Exactly. So going into it, I knew Salt Lake City's Heather Gay and Whitney Rose very well. And I know their whole storyline as far as Real Housewives go. Um, I know all the drama, all the tea, everything that's going on with the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City situation. So that was really fun for me to start on this season and get to like really see some drama that I can understand and fully follow. It, exactly. it makes it so much more fun to watch when you know exactly what the drama is. And for those of you who have seen Salt Lake City, getting to watch when like Whitney will call Lisa Barlow. If you like, know, you know. It's so it's tea ah, it's so tea so i knew the salt lake city girls i had never heard of the new york city girls the miami girls the P- potomac girls and i knew of the atlanta girl portia williams but i didn't know her personally so i haven't watched the atlanta show yet but i've seen other atlanta girls from other ultimate girls trips and for anyone who's listening i'm brand new to it it's not because i didn't want to watch my own hometown's show i'm just getting into it so i'm gonna get there and every atlanta girl i've met so far i've really liked and here we have portia that's a, and I'm glad that you said that because this is great for the listeners because they can kind of join with us. If you haven't seen these seasons, Chloe's just getting into it. I haven't seen every season, so you can kind of watch and learn with us, and we can like grow and watch together because that's something we want to do together and bring you guys along with us. So that's a great point that Chloe said. Like we don't ha- you don't have to know anyone, and getting into this is a great segue to any of these franchises that they mentioned, like different cities. So I love that. And also, 
even if you're not like, okay, I'm going to sit and watch this 24-7, but if you're a little bit into it, put it on in the background, girl, because you will catch so much, and it's like a fun background show, too. Yes. And I say that because I watched the first season enjoying every second of it and watching it, just sitting there with my little popcorn watching it. But as Garrett and I were preparing for this episode, I sort of like skimmed through the whole season and kind of had it on in the background because I already seen the whole season. And it's also really fun just to sort of like listen to in the background. It's kind of like a podcast. You don't really need to watch every scene to know what's going on. That's very true. Yes. Good point. So I love that you only knew a few, but that's like you said, that's the whole point of this um, series is to get to know a little bit of every franchise. So did you know everybody Garrett going into it? So I knew everyone except for Leah and Alexia and Marisol. There's only people that I was not familiar with, but after um, this, I have gotten to Miami and I'm obsessed with Miami. I want to cover Miami with you because they bring the heat. I'm obsessed with them. So yeah, I almost I knew- was just going to say out of all three that you just said, Alexia, Marisol and Leah, those are like the three most spicy, confusing, exciting, what's going on here characters from this whole season. Exactly. So I'm really glad that you just said the three of them. That's why I like this too, because I don't know everyone, because obviously they bring back people that aren't still currently on the show and vice versa. So it kind of like lets me learn the cast as well. So I am obsessed. So getting into the trip, we know that every season they have a host. Someone hosts them at their location that they're visiting. And this time we have pepsi who we love he is this man who honestly brings the girls back to reality when they need it he like calls them out when they need to but he's also the best host and is so sweet to them and treats them like queens that when they honestly sometimes don't deserve it (laughs) so pepsi was honestly an icon and he stood out to me from any of the girls like he was a he was an icon in my opinion what about you what was your opinion on pepsi cola (laughs) okay so i have kind of a lot of feelings about Pepsi. I like him a lot. He's really sweet and funny and nice. But we know, we learned that he has a wife at home at some point. And Pepsi is very flirty with his patrons. It's funny you said that because every host so far on all three seasons have been men. And especially the first season with um, Luann, her flirting with the host. Like, so that's a common theme we get throughout. I agree with what you're saying, but Lordy B, imagine being him. It's freaking weird. And it's the same. Like you just said, it's the same with multiple different series. It's weird every time. Okay. Well, besides the host, guys, we have a lot to discuss. We have a whole season ahead of us. So this whole season has about seven, six or seven episodes. And when I tell you the tea and drama they bring in these short few episodes is massive. So we have to start off with something that Chloe's familiar with. Whitney and Heather, bad weather. Bad was, weather. They were present in Thailand. There was bad weather in Thailand. That's all I'm going to oh, say. It was like a freaking cyclone, and we won't get into that. All these girls are so nosy into this relationship, which I get, but it adds fuel to the fire at some points. Because if you don't know, Whitney and Heather are cousins, and they're from the Mormon... Um, Okay, when we say cousins, too, we're talking, like, cousins (laughs) by, like, marriage. This is a weird cousinship. I won't go further. 
their whole bad weather drama is surrounding Whitney basically has left the church and she's like as gone far as you can. Like she's trying to get her name off of the books, all of that stuff. No, no, she's already removed herself. Yeah. So like she's, I'm yeah, not, that's a, that's a big stipulation too, is with like the Mormon church. Like once you remove your name, you're off, it's done. Exactly. And Whitney worked really hard to get to that point. It's not easy to get to that point. And Heather's not to that point. And Whitney is questioning why Heather is not there yet. If Heather's name is still tied to the Mormon church, then the Mormon church and the lobbyists for the Mormon church will count her as a vote, as a person, as a member towards their cause. And so whether Heather, whether Heather run, whether Heather agrees or disagrees with the current topic or issue, her name is on that ballot. She is counted as a vote. She is there. She is being present as one of the members of the Mormon church voting for that. And it is problematic because if you don't agree with that, you should remove yourself. Well, not only that, Heather just released a book called Bad Mormon. That doesn't make sense. I feel like it's like contradicting itself. So I kind of, I obviously get them calling Heather out for this, but at the same time, Whitney, you've been going through this process longer than Heather, you know, like she's been going through this for years. She's wanted to leave the church. Mm -hmm. So, or this is kind of a newer process for Heather so I do get that but Heather you're trying to profit off of the whole culture and abuse that you've went through so why don't you go and just take the easy step of getting your name removed if you don't want to be associated with it at all you know what I mean kind of like you just said it's a topic that goes into this real talk episode and they go into a lot of this kind of stuff and with Whitney like I mentioned she's telling Heather this is not fair because you are still counted and labeled as a member of the Mormon church and yet you are not practicing, behaving, acting, thinking you are a member of the Mormon church, in which case you need to remove your name because what the real truth, the reality of it is, and if anyone listening watched Shiny Happy People as an example or Keep Sweet, Pray, and Obey as an example, you will know these extremely fundamentalist, dangerous, cult-like churches and I'm not just saying the Mormon church. I'm saying like maybe the FLDS. Okay. These churches, they weaponize their members. They turn the children into political pawns. And they turn the women into baby-making, quiver-filling breeders to repopulate the earth. And then they turn the men into authoritarian controlling freaks. So it's problematic. And it's something that we need to be very cognizant of and very careful of. And moving the hell on from that, let's talk about Leah from New York City. (laughs) Oh gosh, now Leah is a character. That's one of the women I did not know before going in. So it was a fresh face for me she brought a little bit of everything my favorite thing that leah did in the whole show was my favorite fight with portia they're at a dinner table and leah and portia get into it and portia's like leah bye and leah's like portia bye and they go back and forth saying it leah bye portia bye i was like oh i live i she was like something that i feel like she was kind of like the one that couldn't get into the group. So she was just trying like the troubled kid that was just trying to get like attention or Mm -hmm. 
something, but oh boy, she was falling out in a store. She had to get like medical attention. She was like crying, screaming, all of the above. Like I would be scared to hang out with her in real life. So uh, this is about to be an extremely hot take oh, and gosh. take it out if you need to. But I've met two different type of people who come from, were raised in, and grew up in New York City. And those two types of people are humble, cool, like authentic, natural, freaking normal, chill New York City people. And those are people who work for a living, might not live in the Upper East Side right away. Maybe they will, but probably not right away. They're going to be working their way up. They're going to be doing all of the cool, like, lower end, but also the coolest level of things. You know, going to the coolest clubs and all the cool shit. Because we all know that the really rich, famous, like, established aristocrat people, they go to, like, teas and brunches. But if you want to party, you're going to party with us. So, I've met two types of people from New York. Those who have a good time know how to be kind, know how to welcome someone new to New York, know how to create a life for themselves in the city. And then there's the kind who are like, New York City is my life. It's my one and only personality trait. It's the only thing that I have. I am threatened by every other person that's on the street all day, every day. And all my life is in New York City is a competition. And I feel that Leah is the competition girl. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. If someone else is having a moment, she's going to be like, oh my God, I'm so bored. Can you guys just drink? Can you just drink? And I'm not saying you can't be sober and be on Real Housewives. But if you're going to be sober and be on Real Housewives, then don't be a dick about it. Just be like cool about it and be like, you guys drink and I'll be sober. Just like Giselle said, don't act like we're your drunk monkeys. Mm. If you're going to be sober on this show, that's your choice. But for us to indulge, have some drinks, have some cockies, as Marisol would say, and enjoy ourselves, that's not for us to be shamed about. So don't you dare try to shame us. Especially when, at the beginning... Heather was kind of joking at the beginning with Leah, knowing that she was sober. And Heather was like, I want to get you drunk. Like, that's my goal. I liked Heather. I thought Heather was cool. In fact, at the beginning, when we sort of said the whole, like, Garrett, which which Salt Lake City girl would be me and which Salt Lake City girl would be you and stuff. Heather was one of the girls that you related to me. Mm -hmm. I like her in a lot of ways. But the thing is, is I think she's desperate. Yes. For attention of any kind. I think she will do whatever it takes to be in the spotlight and on the TV screen to the point where it's embarrassing to watch sometimes. That's true. Like in the beginning of this season of Ultimate Girls Trip, Heather was like FaceTiming Whitney in a scene. And Whitney was like, oh, I'm packing. What are you doing? And Heather's like, oh, I'm packing too. Anything designer, it's going in the bag. I don't care what it is, but if it's got a designer label, it's going in the bag. And I'm like, on the outside. I'm someone who doesn't even have 
many designer labels, okay? I'm someone who buys majority of her clothes from TJ Maxx, and yet I would bring my TJ Maxx clothes before I would bring every single piece of designer clothes that I own because that comes across so fucking desperate and thirsty. Mm-hmm. To just, like, name drop, label drop constantly and be like, I'm only going to bring my designer clothes. It's like, what are you trying to prove, Heather? You're yeah. on the show. People like you for your personality. You've brought certain things. So why are you trying to show that you've got the designer clothes? Why are you trying to be friends with Jen Shaw? Why are you trying so hard for all of these things? Like, we don't care about those things. You already made your name for yourself, but you don't realize it. The thing is, before this season, I loved Whitney and Heather. But honestly, I'm going to say this right now. They were probably my least favorite people on this trip. They honestly brought the drama they brought from their original season onto the show and like you said thirsty and like boring like i mean like with like heather yeah. i was like okay like i see you but like i kind of don't want you she's trying to come from a lot of different angles like pick yes. pick one and stick to it. like if you're gonna be a bitch be a bitch now like that but if you're gonna be a sweet girl yes. be a sweet girl she like borders the line to try to yes. please everyone but you can't please yes. everyone you're on a reality tv show where you're going to make people pissed off and stand up and stick to your opinion. Don't like try to battle the fence, which that is where we get into Jen Shaw, which the first episode, Giselle mm. calls Heather the fuck out and is like, so Jen Shaw just pled guilty. Like, did you know? Can we call her? Actually, FaceTime Jen Shaw right now. Let's FaceTime her. Oh I'm like, God. oh, oh, here's oh. the thing. I'm so glad that Andy Cohen had the balls to invite Heather on the show <laughs> and that Heather would see that invite and be like, oh my God, they love me so much. It's all about me. I'm going to accept. And that she would then go on to the show with her insecurities and realize that all they're doing is using her for information about other people. And it's like, Heather, first of all, you, you're a businesswoman. You've got all these things going for you. You don't need this. I don't understand And I wish I could get this through to her. I wish I could talk to her and be like, look, Heather, from woman to woman right this second, I'm going to look right into my camera. You are no longer married to your abusive ex. You are no longer in that relationship. Your girls are no longer under the power 100% of your ex-husband. You no longer have those ties, those obligations, those weights on you. So fucking let them go. Because you continue to bring them back. And you also bring back the weight of the Mormon church time and time again. So it's confusing to your listeners. And if you don't want listeners, that's fine. Remove yourself. But it's like, do what's right for you and your girls or don't, but don't keep teetering in between with all of us because it's confusing and it's causing you to get bullied by these other women on the show. I mean, it's true. And I'm not trying to be mean. Heather, if you're listening, we, like you're, like Chloe said, you're one of our favorites. I just want you to stick to your gut and like be, like able to stick to your guns and Say what you want. Like, speak your truth and don't be scared of anyone because you are, like Chloe said, you have the job, you have the contracts, so you have nothing to prove. You've got yourself on the show. You obviously stand out for a reason. They hired you. So just be yourself. Like, I'm rooting for you because I know y'all just finished up filming the last season of Salt Lake City. So I'm hoping maybe you had some time to grow, look back, and see yourself on TV because that probably is a re- reality check when you see yourself. Mm-hmm. what it is i'm well, sure that there's was... a lot of things that heather probably saw after the ultimate girls trip season that she wasn't expecting to see on yeah. national television exactly but also 
it's also like Heather decide what the perception you want is there you go because right now you're kind of in a cross point you could kind of go one of either way at this point and you've been teetering for so long that if you don't choose a direction people are going to choose it for you yeah it's time to create your own narrative yes you have been fighting this long to have the power of your own narrative Let's control it. Not only that, it's the storyline, babe. Like, I'm tired of seeing it on my television. Like, you've that was your storyline <laughs> for the first three seasons. I'm over it. I don't really care anymore. So now moving on to something that was honestly one of the biggest points of the whole season was Tequila Gate. Now, uh. honestly, I don't even want to speak about it because bad, if you guys watch the season, you're over it as well. But long story short, Giselle... Before they went on this trip, organized to have this special bottle of tequila. It was an expensive bottle. She was really looking forward to it, she said. She like, loved it. Expensive, but not that Like, expensive. not that expensive. Like, and nothing, like, crazy. Like, you can go to the like any guys, liquor store and find it. Like, any one of us, if we would have put one paycheck aside, we could have afforded this bottle. Yes, it's, so it's nothing not crazy. that expensive. But to her, it was, like, life or death. So, they had this bottle of tequila. They were drinking it, taking shots, having fun. Like, one of the first nights they are there. And then, all of a sudden, one day, it disappears. And apparently this is like life or death for Giselle and becomes her whole storyline for the whole season. So she questions everyone. She like prints it out on a bulletin board, like trying to question everyone, wants to go in people's rooms, like thirsty for the attention. I like, at this point, Chloe, like what, what are your opinions on this? Because I just said I really, like I, by the time you guys watch it, you'll understand. Like it's, she beats it like a dead horse. My God, by the time I watched it and by the time she had a fucking poster board printed about it, I was so bored with the whole so thing. Bored. I think I fast forwarded. <laughs> like, first of all, it's humiliating for you to be a quote unquote real housewife, reality TV star of a rich husband kind of motherfucking bullshit and then be like complaining this much about a bottle of tequila that costs what? Hold on. Let's really get the real motherfucking fucking number because I really want to know. What was all this complaining about? Like, was it actually worth it? I really (laughs) want to know because it's like, I will send her this bottle myself just to get it. Oh, Garrett. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) What? No, you're kidding me. Stop. And like, look, I'm not saying this is a cheap bottle, but I'm saying for these type of people. No, I exactly. I really want to reiterate that. And like, it's not like, Tagara and I, we're not buying this shit. No, for exactly. for these people who talk down to people, I want to know that you can really afford your shit if you're no. going to like act like that. Not only that, she said, the thing is, the whole her whole big fit was about how this is like the only bottle of this tequila they have on this whole like island. I got it here weeks before, right? That was her whole argument. Then by the end of the trip, poor Pepsi had to get this whole new bottle for her. So that's a lie. You could have gotten a new bottle. Yeah, and on the first episode, Alexia grabbed the bottle thinking that it was the bottle that she had requested for the yacht. And she's like, everybody, like, let's turn up. And Giselle's going, no, 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 no. That's my tequila. I bought that bottle. That's my tequila. I paid for it, which, like, we never learned from the outside perspective. Was that the bottle that Alexia requested? Was that Giselle's bottle that she paid for? We don't know. Giselle. I thought you were a real housewife. 
I thought you had money, money girl. And if you don't have money, money, then why are you bringing alcohol to share with people? I'm like over it. I mean, honestly, I'm over it because I don't like Giselle. I'm gonna be frank. Coming in, I don't Giselle like her. Fucking cunt. Like she, she she's in charge of everything. Well, let me tell you this. You don't know this because you don't watch Potomac. She's an executive producer of her own show, so she thinks she's high shit. She thinks she owns everything. She like thinks she controls every story narrative and everything so that's why i like candace you think i'm never gonna watch potomac yeah no i don't and i'm not a fan of candace either but i like candace because she mm. she goes against giselle and i'm gonna touch on this briefly but they brought the drama from their last previous season onto this show which is about how giselle felt like candace's husband was inappropriate with her but i just am over this is whitney and heather now candace and giselle are bringing their drama on from their shows <laughs> Onto the Ultimate Girls Trip. Like, come on. Just bring something new. I'm not hating on it, but it's just so beat down and tired. I'm just over it. So, moving on from Candace and Giselle. I want to talk about our Miami girls. Because they, honestly, they didn't bring the drama. They brought the fun to me. Right? They did. They brought the fun. And, like, other people were trying to cause lots of drama about Marisol. And she was like, I'm no drama. I'm, like... From the outside looking in, like, yeah, she's a dangerous alcoholic. But she's, like, having a good time. She just wants her cocky. Come on. She wants her cocky, and she wants it now to numb her stomach pain. Guys, when you guys watch this, this woman is insane. 9 o'clock, cocky. 12 o'clock, cocky. When he says 9 o'clock, he's talking 9 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Multiple babes. And if she's sick, that's the cure for it. Why is your liver hurting? More, more, more cockies. The woman, it might be on the, sh- it might just be for like the show, like that's her brand or cockies drinking, but babes, like I don't know how you do it, especially if you're talking about it all day. Like you must love it because I don't even talk about alcohol that much. Like, dang. Like, get, like, <laughs> on get... the outside, it's upsetting. Yeah, honestly. And if it is for your brand, it's not a cute brand. I would choose a different one. If you have any kind of like, family ties to alcoholism this is not cute or funny yeah but hey they did bring like it's it was like the light most light-hearted stuff from the show honestly so i did appreciate the cockies it's cute it is fun with their little bedazzled cups i appreciate for what it is and especially when we're going from candace and porsche fighting to just marcel being a little tipsy i i can take that because i need i need a little calm moment from all the Girls just yelling. Like, guys, they're in, drama. they're in public screaming. Like, at, at markets. In another at, country. Like, oh my. And then they're scared. <laughs> Candace and Leah. Well, this is a spoiler alert. So if you want to watch it, skip ahead for a few seconds. But long story short, Candace and Leah are the girls who actually did steal the tequila from Giselle. <laughs> and um, that was just like, a, that was just like fun. But um, like that... That tequila bottle caused so many fights between the girls. Like, Portia would fight, Leah and Giselle. or It Leah. caused <clears throat> stress and anxiety in my own damn life. Like, And just... I didn't take that classe azul bottle. Like, bitch, if I'm going to steal something, you think it's going to be a tequila? For fucking real? Like, no, it bitch, it's going to be something designer if I'm going to steal like, like especially what the, heck? the balls of Giselle calling everyone out in a foreign country too because Leah did kind of have a point like don't be trying to make me a criminal in a different country and can be like banned and like stay here that's not funny Giselle like all because of Casa 
And she probably didn't even pay for it. The alcohol, Giselle, probably the producers was just like, okay, what's your wish list of like stuff that you want here? So she probably didn't even buy it. And she was just a little brat and wanted some drama and a storyline to like, I don't know. I was over it before it even started. So a pause. Our cockies of the night are I'm drinking a raspberry white claw and Chloe is drinking a bottle, now second bottle, of... Oh, God. <laughs> I just finished a bottle of Robert Mondavi Private Selection Buttery Chardonnay. There you go. And I if... have to say, it was not my favorite. Oh. I like Robert Mondavi, but not their buttery Chardonnay. Okay. So you heard it here first. Do not get that. So I really feel like my super hot take about Giselle and Tequila Gay and the whole thing is just that Giselle has nothing exciting going on. And if she does, it's things that she doesn't want us to know about. Yep. So what it. is she going to do? She's going to make up this whole false, stupid, ridiculous scandal, distract us all for this whole segment, series, whatever you want to call it. And all we're going to pay attention to is this fucking maybe $200 bottle of tequila that there's no way these people care about. And the thing is, is it doesn't mesh with other seasons of Real Housewives. Like when Jen Shaw, for example, was worried about, oh shit, people are finally finding out that I was doing fraud all this time. She was very comfortable publicizing lies. Yeah. Very comfortable. <laughs> That's what we're expecting from you, the Real Housewives of Potomac. Okay, so that was basically all of the tea slash drama from the whole season. Now, go watch it because we didn't touch on everything, just so you guys have a little bit more surprises that you, while you're watching it. But that was the bulk of it. But we want to touch on some of the fun slash like funny moments of the season that we really enjoyed that made us cackle. So I'm going to start off with the <laughs> Elephant Sanctuary, where they were playing like a mud fight. But it's actually elephant shit. So they're throwing poop at each other, not knowing. And just imagine all these housewives. Here it has it written down as elephant poop fight. Elephant poop fight, literally. And I thought that was like what really silly. What does it say about me that I'm like, you know what? If I was listening to like a spa person, if they told me it was a mud bath or an elephant poop bath, and then they gave me all of the information. I'd be like, you know what? It sounds like elephant poop has a lot more nutrients and natural good shit for my body. So I'll take it. <laughs> if only I could. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that was one of my favorite, favorite moments. What about you? So there were some pretty weird moments overall in this season. <laughs> and like, also, we didn't even get into it enough. But like, Heather has majority of the weird moments were Heather's fault. Her being like, oh my god, I'm here for breakfast. I'm ready. No one else is ready. And there's no one else there for breakfast time. Or something like that. And then it's like, Heather, why did you show your naked butt on public television? That was a choice that was made. It was a choice, it was that, a she... choice that was made. And I'm like, I'm not judging it. I'm not judging it. I know that you're still getting it. I know that you still will get it. And I think you deserve to get it. But why did you do that? None of it makes sense to me. I don't that. understand yeah. it. I'm, I'm over, over Heather. Because the thing is, is, I think that Heather is just like really, really desperate. The funny moments did break it up a little bit. I love that you wrote, nobody wants to listen to Candace. That's so funny. Because Candace... 
gets loud and people get over it because no one likes someone that just like screams and yells 24 7 so i love that no one wants to listen to candace or giselle like when when giselle gets going it's the same thing it's like this annoying endless goalless cycle yeah it's like it's just like Like all she wants to do is be heard god like, does she not, did that not get enough tension at home or something? Like, you guys are on this TV show. You have the platform. Like, calm down. You're going to get your moment. One thing before we end this off, one of my favorite things that Chloe also wrote, she said, everyone just wants to get naked and, like, drunk. Like, that's the one thing that everyone just loves. Getting braless, topless, just drinking, swimming. Especially Heather. I said this before, but I've seen every piece of Heather that I did not want to. I've seen her butt. I've seen her tits. I've seen... Too much of Heather. Not in a shady way. I No body shaming. It's just any person. I don't want... That's just too much. Too freely on my TV screen. Like, that's a, a lot. But it is... It was, like, nice seeing the girls having fun. Because, obviously, we love the drama. But I don't like the all the time. I want the girls to be able to, like, have a conversation. Not kill each other. So, it was just fun seeing them have fun. Obviously, they're in Thailand. Not all seven days can be a hellhole for them. But I applaud these girls for getting through it. Because I don't know if I would have enjoyed this trip that much if I was on it if I'm being honest but they were troopers and they did it and I'm ready for season four because ultimate girlships is like my favorite franchise that they have at the current moment my final question for you before we end this whole thing how would you describe this season in one sentence how would I describe this whole season I would say that everybody literally everybody was culturally incongruous nobody respected what they joined this season believing in my opinion um i feel like everybody had their own judgments everybody had their own bullying techniques and tactics like i don't know garrett what do you think i think we had eight attention-hungry women go to a foreign country and battle it out to see who can get them as much airtime as possible in as many different ways as possible. And it really just did not work. I think out of any of the Ultimate Girls trips so far, I don't think the group really bonded in any way. I think it's very much separated still into the different franchises. I don't think there was any, like, relationships built. If anything, they were tore apart and it would no longer exist. But I think it is a great season for us to start this series on, Real Talk, because it has a little bit of everything. If you watch this, this is basically the sum of all the Real Housewives with the drama, the shade, the funny moments. But yeah, that's my opinion. Like you said, this isn't our favorite, but we wanted to kind of test the waters with you guys and see if you like it and get your opinions on this style of podcast, because obviously this won't be every week. This is just kind of sporadic when we have a season to talk about but yeah overall i really enjoyed it and it was nice to see the girls in a foreign country out of their element with people that they haven't met before so yeah that was my opinion on it yeah i feel the same way as garrett and like honestly you guys can think whatever you want to think truly but i don't think garrett and i really have a solid positive or negative opinion about a single person from the entire real housewives series like we know 
to our core, we understand every single person that is put onto the spotlight is examined subjectively. And we understand that. We understand that each and every person has their own personal triumphs and tribulations that we have to take into consideration. And we do. I think that the listeners need to accept the fact that we don't need to exploit or humiliate the focus of the show in order to be entertained. Yes, for sure. I'm I'm a little tired of that. I don't think we need to humiliate anybody. I don't think we need to exploit anybody in order to be entertained and to have a good show. I see plenty of stuff here that can happen without exploiting or or gentrifying these people or bullying these people exactly so i agree that's what we're gonna try to do obviously take it with a grain of salt don't send hate to any of these people it's all like lighthearted fun they were doing a job at the end of the day they had a paycheck they had to get so it's just me and chloe having fun examining these girls and we're ready to sign up when you're ready for us bravo (laughs) but like i said guys please let just let us know if you like this format of a podcast we love this it's something that we can do together we can deep dive into seasons instead of albums we'll also be doing albums of course but this is just something new we wanted to try out and don't forget to let us know if you like it or not and guys we love you for listening and thank you for accepting the little break we had it was just a little week break but we are back and please rate and subscribe us five stars on spotify we really would appreciate that and follow us on instagram and tiktok efbf podcast that really helps us as well where we post all of the updates and when we post new episodes so we love you guys and any last words clear I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. This, like Garrett just said, this episode is kind of a transitional episode. And we're trying to find what works best for majority of our listeners. You guys are the people we care about the most. And let us know what you want to hear from us. Let us know what artists you want to hear about, what shows you want to hear about, what deep dives, anything. We got you guys and we love you and we appreciate you all tuning in and we will see you guys next week. Goodbye. Goodbye and andiamo. <laughs>